0: what's going on gorgeous people and welcome back to another episode of search for consciousness dude we are season three already where the fuck does time go this is episode two the introduction to episode two season three and for right now the topic is laying on the next floor kind of So for those of you that have been keeping up with the Mindful Wizard page on either Instagram or TikTok, you will be noticing that I will or have been going to more events. Now, the reason for that, there's always something behind the scenes that I'm doing, whether you know it or not. And before I go into rant mode let me get a little bit of background music. So what we're going to throw on now is a Buddhist. Hey. That was funny, that was a remix of a Buddhist Hey, that shit just gave me a good idea I call that Happy Mistakes That's uh, Bob Ross Yeah, Bob Ross talks about Happy Mistakes So in the background, what you should be hearing now Is some Buddhist meditation music for positive energy And um, And let's get into it So yeah, so back to what I was saying I've been going to more events And there's a reason for that It all started, if you go back to chronologically The episode about I don't even remember what it was called, but I was basically going through my thought process before I entered Young M.A.'s concert. Then, you know, I started reflecting. And I reflect often, but one of the things I've been reflecting on is energy and consciousness. And I tell people all the time, like, if you want to be successful, whatever that looks like, you have to kind of break the mold. And you can't think the way you used to think. And the confirmation of that comes in that quote. That's like, if you want to experience things you've never had, you have to do things you've never done. That's my own, you know, interpretation of the event. But my mother shows me a piece of paper today and she goes, I know you like motivating quotes. Here's a motivating quote in Spanish. And it was literally what I just said to you. Like, so I'll say it again. Like, if you want to live a different life, you have to be willing to do things you've never done before to get there. For example, go to a concert, speak to a rapper, go directly up to them be fearless so lately i've been more fearless and i will warn you beautiful people it comes with a lot of rejection and you have to kind of be willing to hear the no's while still pursuing the yeses and stay motivated so it's a little crazy and you got to be a little you know off to pursue the unconventional so that's basically what's going on here and this is what I'm giving you a taste of And there's a reason I'm sharing my consciousness with you Search for consciousness Shout out to the podcast But the reason I'm sharing that with you Is because I've come to learn that Consciousness Precedes understanding Consciousness Precedes The experience You have to know what the experience feels like Vibrationally Before you could see it in your life So I rap a lot For fun But then when I'm rapping I've also realized that my words come true Like I said a song one time That was like I gotta talk about it Because these lyrics manifest This ain't luck fam I just followed all the steps And the more I repeat these things They're literally like mantras So that's one of the reasons Mantras right That's one of the reasons I've been Around different energy Because I don't want to live an average life And there's nothing wrong with that, but I've realized, and I've said it in the last podcast, that it was just me. Uh, Let me just take a second to shout out the guests for episode one, season three, my brother Dozen Fingers. And back to what I was saying with the consciousness, right? A few episodes before that, wrapping up with season two, I said something like, don't let your desires be the prison that you live in. So, yes, my desires are strong, but I match that with faith and effort, and that's what I've been going through. But to get there, though, you have to know what that consciousness feels like. So how else would you feel that unless you surround yourself with people that are already doing it? So it's not like I know a rapper that's famous in my circle. I have to go out there and expand my circle. And as you expand your circle, you expand opportunities. You feel me? Can I get a amen? Amen, brother. Thank you. I appreciate you for saying that back mentally. I heard you. I heard you. I got you. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I'm pursuing to the outside world. It may look like I'm addicted to the material success, but to the spiritual world, I want to give myself higher vibrational, higher access to planes of freedom and joy and abundance. So let me let me just put you in the mind of the artist. So lately and actually we can even go further back to. Mark Rain's interview, if you listen to the questions, even the questioning is different, because I want to know what the artist perceives. And then let me shout out Dozen Fingers again from episode one, because if you listen to what he said, he was like, yo, I was touring with people. And he was the one giving us the behind-the-scenes stuff. So the universe is preparing me for the behind-the-scenes hustle through somebody named Dozen Fingers. This is all chronological and not chronological because time doesn't operate on a linear path, my brothers and sisters. So what I'm saying to you is we get the preparation through the consciousness, and then we get the experience. The consciousness knows what it wants. So let me go back. You know, I'm always jumping, so I don't know. Rewind me or something or slow me down, but... Coffee is strong, by the way. Shout out to my mother for the Bustelo. But back to what I was saying, though. So today I actually opened up chapter five, I want to say. And chapter five was about intention and desire in the seven spiritual laws of success. And I want to talk to you about both of them. He says intention is powerful. Attention creates the experience, right? You actually create it by giving it attention. Now, intention, though, is what magnifies it. I guess that's a word. What attracts it to you? So I'll say that again. Attention is present moment. If you use your attention to be present, then you can create from a state of this moment. The past already happened, so it's a memory, and the future hasn't happened yet. So that's interpretation. That is fucking assumptions, basically, because we don't know what the future is. We we can expect it. We can hope for the best, but we don't really know. So back to what I'm saying. Now we're talking about intention and attention. Now, I've realized to get the attention, right, of somebody with a higher level of consciousness, I have to be in that space already. I literally have to be in that arena. So that's why you see me now going to more events now. Not to mention, I obviously want to get some Mindful Wizard merch into the right hands. I want to be seen on camera wearing the Mindful Wizard. Like, it's time to start promoting at a deeper level and at a harder level. So, that's basically what's going on there. And um, what I was doing, it was funny, right? Like, I, I, I got to the Knicks, and I always had a dream to go courtside. So, I sat, uh, I don't even remember where the fuck was I, row, let's say row five, something like that. It wasn't the first row, but it was, it was close. And I've always said, like, I'm going to get closer and closer and closer. And if you don't believe me, go back to the earlier podcast, because that's like the way I hold myself accountable. I make goals and I don't really know if I'm reaching them unless I actually fucking reach them. So I reached it and um, I'm, you know, moving on up, but also moving on down. So I moved down and I experienced a lot of interesting stuff. So remember, I always talk about. To my OG listeners I will always say something like You can't have one without the other You can't have success without the sacrifice You can't have the joy without the sadness Like they literally go hand in hand And I remember being sad one day Because I couldn't afford tickets to an event And I spoke to somebody I care about And he said to me Brother I'm going to tell you something He said I can't tell you who he is But he's a teacher as well And he said to me I've sat in the front seats And I've sat at the back And he said this shit to me He said the back is more fun And I understood why he said that. So when I got to the front rows of the Knicks game, you know, the the front rows, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, nobody's fucking screaming. Like, is everybody too cool to fucking be like, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're at a fucking sport event. Like, what the hell go crazy? And I realized that there's a certain standard and expectation when you get to a certain level. And the reason I say that is because Tracy Morgan, I think that's his name, was at the event and I'm staring at him. And you would think that somebody with that much money and freedom does whatever the fuck they want. But honestly, if I had to guess, he looked imprisoned by his own fame. Because it was like, I want to look, I want to have fun, but I got to look cool. Like, that's the vibe I was getting. And then I watched him and he was like meticulously playing with his hair. And I'll give it to him. He had really nice uh, waves my girl spotted that she's like look at his hair his hair is beautiful his waves are spinning like if you ever see Tracy Morgan in person compliment his waves and it was interesting because he spent so much time touching his hair and I'm like well he's gonna always be you know featured on that jumbotron so maybe that's what he's concerned about but that's something that I'm preparing for because I think fame is something that I would love right why not it's pushing mindfulness uh, it's giving me the abundance that I want. It's giving me the freedom that I seek. It's a win-win. I get to put people in better positions. I get to have, you know, cool experiences like seeing fucking Tracy Morgan. But at the same time, there's an expectation to it. And the one thing that I won't, or or I will do my best. See, now I'm holding myself accountable. Is I will do my best not to become a victim of my own circumstances. And what I mean by that is if I do get to a point where I can afford, for example, front row at a Knicks game. And I want to go. I'm gonna be myself, right? I want to go over there, wear a fucking hoodie, wear some cool sneakers, some funny jeans that I like, and I, and I want to chill. I don't want to have to feel like, oh my god, I'm on camera. Oh my god, I got to do this. Oh my god, to do like like my beard's gonna look what it looks like. And it's funny. I'll tell you what. Another thing, my hair got fucked up. Right? I had really bad hat hair because I was wearing this uh, hoodie-looking thing that kind of keeps it's fucking freezing in New York City. So. I don't know about y'all, but shit was like 15 degrees that day I was there And I needed like a hoodie thing So it messed up my hair And and yeah, it's just like The whole time I'm like, yo I could fix my hair or I could sit here and not give a fuck and enjoy the game Oh shit, I just realized something So my hair was fucked up and Tracy's was immaculate (laughs) So maybe to be successful you need good hair Alright, whatever, that's neither here nor there I just wanted to speak on the consciousness around that I am expanding my consciousness I am expanding myself with, uh more spiritual people. I'm just doing what I got to do. And another thing I want to say is don't let people tell you you cannot be focused on material gain at the same time being spiritual. Like, that to me is not true. I think you can live a good life, an abundant life, and still be humble. I think you can... Shit, if anything, donations and charity is specifically to the Islamic community. Charity is one of the five pillars of faith. So if you have more money, in theory, you can give more money, right? So you can be charitable and abundant you can be what's that word when you donate a lot of money i don't know i'll get back to you but damn what's that word man whatever you get the point so let's get back to business and the funny thing i did is i laid on the floor too so that was another dream i fucking had so i'll tell you this and then i'll leave you guys alone for today Remember that there's expectations with each level of consciousness that you experience. And it doesn't actually get easier. If anything, it just gets like another challenge. So you pass, let's say, lesson 11. Now you're in the 12th grade and there's another fucking test that you've never seen. It's like, yo, what the fuck? But the universe knows what it's doing. Especially for people that desire more out of life, the universe desires more out of you. It's more service that you need. So yes, I have a good time, but then I'm also using my experiences to build a brand to eventually get to the right people. So fast forward, I uh, met a few cool people. I met some jewelers. I also ended up going to the Brooklyn Nets game. And that was dope, too. Uh, respectfully, though, the Garden is, is the Mecca for a reason. MSG treated me so good. I loved it so, so much. I had better seats at the Nets game, but I enjoyed it more at the Knicks. So if anyone asks, I'm always going to the Knicks game. Plus, not to mention, I am a Knicks fan. So that was interesting. Now, speaking of the Knicks, though, I was at um, the Nets game yesterday. And as I leave... Because right? these are all new experiences to me. So I'm excited. I'm not bragging. I'm sharing with you because I want you guys to feel the excitement of, of doing things that you thought you couldn't afford. Right. And that also goes into what I want to talk about thinking that you can't afford shit. So fine. I took a risk. I go. Uh, I'm like, you know what? The, the universe is going to bless me back. And I'll tell you how it does. Right. I bought these tickets and then I, I sold two books yesterday. Like I, I still publish the ebook. It's online and it's available. And two people purchased my book yesterday. So that's obviously not going to pay for the tickets but it's interesting how when you don't think about money that way money comes to you when you don't really like fight it that's the law of detachment which i have to study for lesson six but we'll stay on lesson five which is intention and desire attention intention and attention very powerful differences but let's get back to business so i'm sitting there game's over i'm waiting for the elevator i look up this tall huge motherfucker standing there i'm like yo that looks like amari stoudemire i just say it out loud the guy that works at, you know, the elevator is looking at me and he's like, that is Amari. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he's one of the assistant coaches. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy I can literally go up to him. So, uh, so I say, Amari, he looks at me. I look at him. He nods. He goes away. I catch the next elevator because I'm always looking for an opportunity to promote. So I run up to him and I'm like, Stoudemire, Mr. Stoudemire. He actually stops and we have a conversation for a few seconds. I ask him for a picture. He says no. But the interesting thing is that I would never. Ever. Listen to what I'm saying to you. I would never in my old life go up to somebody that's accomplished so many things. For example, coach in the NBA, play in the NBA, win some championships. I believe he won a championship with another team with the Phoenix Suns. Don't quote me. And um, they're just fucking people. And I've realized that more so when I went to the Young M.A. concert and I ended up like talking to Eli, getting his number, like all that shit. They're just people, man. And I think we stop ourselves. We psych ourselves out. And that's part of the the process. I want to talk to you about the expectations around what we do, the fear around it, the assumptions that we're never going to do it. Like these are all things we got to think about. And I'm telling you feel the fucking fear and do it anyway. What if Amari would have been like, yeah, bro, let's take a picture. Then he would have been like, yeah, bro, what's that hoodie you're wearing? Then that would have been a whole conversation right there. Not to mention I met the jewelers. I met a lot of cool people. So sometimes you just got to do it. And another thing is you got to reward yourself ahead of time. Play the game, right? Start jumping timelines and dimensions. Like I think that's important. So, okay. I said a lot. I went on a crazy rant. I only planned to go for like five minutes, but It's the music in the background. So I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. I said a lot, but let me just recap by saying I want to talk to you about shifting consciousness. You want a different life, you're going to start having to do different things. You have to think differently, speak differently, read differently, perfect yourself constantly and stay grateful. That's really what it comes down to. Stay faithful and grateful. Remember, I talked about it a few episodes ago back in season two, which now feels like 10,000 years ago. It was literally two weeks ago, but it feels like fucking years have passed. On another note, I did not quit on my pursuit of these two rapper people. I'm going to try to get Eli. And uh, shit, I'll probably call him later tonight and just be like, yo, what the fuck? Because sometimes you just got to be real, you know? So that was that. What else I got for you? Oh, another funny thing. If you really listen intently and carefully to the episode, previous episode, episode one, the one with Dozen Fingers. He's a cosplay guy. And he was wearing a... um, pirate outfit and what he said to me what i love what i love what he said to me was that growing up he struggled in school academically he couldn't find joy in the things that he was doing until he started expressing himself with cosplay he said i don't express myself well verbally but i can express myself through what i wear and it's kind of like with me the mindful wizard and i said this before if y'all listen man i said this shit already quote me if i'm fucking lying to you i said to you one time when i feel like i'm the the wizard is way more powerful than what Steven Rivera would do. Steven Rivera would see a famous person and be like, ah, I'm not good enough to talk to them. Mindful fucking wizard, though. Mindful wizard don't give a fuck about nobody. Mindful wizard would ask the president, fucking Trump at the time, if he wants to be, you know, Byron, it's a joke, by the way, bing bong. I would have been like, yo, Byron, do you want to be on the fucking podcast? Like, I'm fearless lately. I'm trying to get Omari Stardomite to take a picture, and he, you know, kind of dubbed me. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. The pursuit continues, brothers. But remember, let's go back. Two years ago, dude and dudettes and beautiful people. I would have never even thought about these things. And now this is a reality to me. Reality is shifting. I want to bring you along for the ride. Please support the brother. Watch me on TV. I was on the YouTube. This is funny. Last thing. I swear to God, it's the last thing. And then I'll stop. (laughs) Go to YouTube. Type in Nets versus Thunder 1 backslash 13 backslash 2022. Look at the fucking game on YouTube, the first one that comes up, and then look at the second half. I'm literally in the corner all the fucking time. You're going to see somebody wearing black. I got a mask on, so it's hard to see me, but if you know my, you know, the way I move, you'll know that's me. All right, guys, I'll leave it at that. Damn, I took man time. This is crazy. I like talking to you guys. I missed you. Um, What else I got? Nah, that's it for now. I'll jump back in in a little bit, and, uh, you know, welcome to podcast episode two of the Mindful Wizard Journey Let's try to get more guests. What should I manifest this year? Feeling good. The intention (laughs) is to continue to grow the page. The attention is to detail and learning when to just chill and to trust the process. All right, guys, I love you. I will check in soon. I will probably jump in and do a few more segments, and that'll be a wrap for episode two. Thank you, stay tuned, please support, please donate, stay beautiful Uh, Call your mom and tell her you love her, holla Yo, what's going on gorgeous people, I'm back Today I have an agenda for you, which I'm excited about If you're just tuning in, this is the Mindful Wizard Podcast and not really the Mindful Wizards, this is more of your podcast This is the world's podcast and I'm just blessed enough to be the host So my name is Steven Rivera old me was rivera the new me is mindful wizard and you guys are blessed to have met me somewhere in between during the transition period so let's start there uh this is episode two of the season three lucky number three and today i want to shout out a young lady one of my female students i'm still a teacher in the real world and one of the interesting things right my welcome back present because we were all from martin luther king day was a physical altercation between two students. A potential physical altercation, but hidden within every negative is a positive. So let me share with you the positive. Number one it's positive that these young ladies did not get physical. Like they were about to fight in the bathroom. Thank God the students trust me. And I heard, you know, just the signs and spatterings of a future commotion happening. Like the students get nervous. You could feel the energy. Shit is just weird. And thank God we had prior knowledge that this ultimate altercation do you guys hear me that this altercation may happen let me slow down that's just a sign that the coffee's too strong shout out to my mother and the Bustello. so this altercation is about to happen and you know thank god i was able to stop the young ladies but what i like is the teachable moments that happened after the fact so yes this altercation almost happened but the beautiful thing is when we use these altercations as a reminder to teach let me explain to you what I did. So basically the fight breaks out. The two girls are going back and forth. And one young lady opens up and says, because remember, I work with children with um, different disabilities, special needs, you name it, right? The whole gamut of mental health illnesses, for lack of a better word, right? But these are teachable moments. And one of the beautiful things was when this young lady was talking about after the fact of why she's so angry. And she says something like, yo, I've been living with so much anger that I just needed a reason. I stopped and I said, perfect. And I'm like, it's not perfect that you're angry, but perfect in that you identified this target, this young lady as your target. When in reality, your frustration with life is the target. She just so happened to have bad timing. And when I said that, I could see the girl's eyes light up. And I'm starting to recognize that The same behaviors humans and adults display. Adolescents and teenagers display them too. So when we get angry and we're on the train and uh, somebody steps on our brand new sneakers, we may be upset, but there's probably something else going on at home that really triggers us. So I'll, I'll use myself as an example. If I'm having a bad day at home, God forbid me and my girlfriend argue or my parents say something stupid or work is stressful, whatever, I get to work and then anything will trigger me, right? But if I'm having a great day, little things try not to or tend not to trigger me as much so that's just a reminder to like do a daily self-check like how am i feeling today all right what's annoying me what can i deal with what can i let go all right back to the young lady so i'm telling her and she goes no i can't i can't help myself and i hit her with this wisdom that i would like to share with you guys today so i said to her something like and i wish you guys could see me in the motion right in real time with like a, one of those cameras gopros and you just watch and the." You can see what the wizard does in real time. That should be a show one day, like Search for Consciousness featuring the wizard, and you get to see me do real mindfulness in real time with like scary shit happening and students trying to beat the shit out of each other, and fucking radios going off and school safety agents bugging out. Just imagine what my day is like. Not to mention the whole fucking universe that lives in my phone. And then whatever, kid, get focused. Imagine what my mind is fucking like. All right, so. I'm watching the situation unfold. I de-escalate the situation. The young lady's in my office and we start talking about future choices. And I say to her, for lack of a better word, let's, for lack of a name, let's give her the name Teresa. It's not her name, but for Teresa's sake, I say to her, listen, your life has been hard. You've been abused from zero to 16, whether it's verbally, sexually, physically. Sadly, this is what happens in her life. And she's grown accustomed to having to fight for hurts which i understand because trauma gives you this this feeling of you're never secure so you always have to kind of get the upper hand or someone's going to always hurt you and it's just a constant way of feeling so if you're looking at it from like a normal lens fighting makes no sense but if it's the only way that you have to defend yourself and to have a little bit of i guess balance right of control in your life then it would make sense why certain children expose themselves to physical violence and act that way So what I said to her, I said, do you want to continue being this person? And she said, no. And I said, so then right there in that moment between choice is how you can change. I said, you can continue to do the same exact shit that Teresa, quote unquote, because that's not her name, has been doing for years and continue to set that pattern. Or you can make a conscious decision today to not be that person. And I said, you can get physical. That's fine. But there will always be another trigger. And the more that you continue to, I guess, reinforce those muscles, the more that you will snap back into the old programming, which is you. I said, but today you can make a choice to change that. And I'll give it to this student, man. She she did not get physical. Now, did she want to get physical? Most likely. But I will fucking just hug her if I could. And I want you to know that I'm speaking about you because I'm so proud of you. And I know that it's not easy to face years of programming. Couple that with bad emotions, trauma at home, and then this constant urge to prove yourself. We all seek stability in one way or another. And I don't even think people recognize that their bad habits are stability because it's stable to them. Right? It's regular to them. And we do it too. Like anxiety has become something stable in my life. Now, do I enjoy it? No. But what I do is I've recognized it. I've recognized what it does to me and how I can kind of fight it, for lack of a better word. So think about that, because I said a lot, right? Like this idea of having to fight for stability and having to fight for things that you think are against you. And this young lady doesn't know yet that today she made a new decision to be a new person. On that same note, I'm going to take a quick pause and we're going to jump back in. I'm back, beautiful people. So... I did say that I had an agenda for you. I wrote it down because I know myself and I love to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Rant sometimes. So, okay. Teresa was the first thing. Let me check it off the uh, itinerary for today. Second thing I want to talk to you is leading by love. And what that looks like is is very difficult. So, even for example, today with the fight. The ego is still in fear mode, mine and hers. Like, what's going to happen? Who do I have to fight? Oh, my God, am I worried? What's going to happen? Did I do this right? Did I do this wrong? Instead, lead by love and talk to yourself and the people you're helping and working with from that perspective. The future you, not the current you. I just figured I'd throw that in there. Now, I wrote down, meet people where they're at. And this is difficult, right? And this is what's happening in my life now. Because I've, for the most part, cut off many distractions. It's mostly me, my family, my my immediate family, my girlfriend, and a few of my friends. That's literally it. We talk here and there, but for the most part, I'm by myself often. And it's good and bad. It's good because I lead myself to newer opportunities. It's bad because I realized that isolation can become addictive. Because I don't get, or addictive, addicted addictive yeah addictive I guess that's a word addictive and in my isolation I don't get triggered as much so I'd rather just stay in this monk world where it's just me and me and not being bothered but that's not realistic because we still have to go explore the real world so one of the challenges that comes up is wanting people or expecting people to meet you where you've gone and that's not fair And hear me out, because this is probably happening to you or has, has happened to you or will happen to you in one level or another. If you make all these physical changes or if you make all these spiritual changes, you want the people around you to change as well. But you can't hold them or you can't judge them based on where you're at, because it took you a few years to get to this level. Right. So so to speak more upfront and blunt. If you have a lover. And you've been studying the Law of Attraction, let's say, fucking 10 years. And they just access this material. You can't judge them from your perspective. In this situation, you would be a master's student, right? Let's just say at the college level, a master's student of the Law of Attraction. And these people are first graders. You can't judge these students on the same exact exams. Don't forget what it was like to be a student. And that's what happens with me, like... I am so focused on self love and self regulation and discipline that I am very focused on the things that I do. And I also have high expectations for the people around me. But one of the beautiful things that Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. said to me is to not use the four agreements as a prison. And in the last episode you've listened to prior to this one, I spoke a lot about having desires become a prison right expectations placed on people is a prison and if they don't go back to the four agreements agree to be held to that standard then it's not an agreement it's a judgment you feel what I'm saying I'll try to say that again let's use my girlfriend for an example if I use her and I say girl if you're not more mindful by the end of 2022 I won't be with you that is a judgment I placed on her because Who the fuck am I to see her growth internally? You can only see a little bit of growth if they choose to share it with you or if you're intimate with them or if they explain these things to you. But you can't measure someone else's growth using your metrics. And that's what I need people to understand. Now, yes, you can be like, yo, this is something that I want to see you do. And this is something that I'm hoping we can become together. But in that process, you got to love these people and you got to give them recognition for the small steps that they're making and i say it all you know i say that all the time like I, shout out to my pops he doesn't know that i'm going to advertise this but he was going through something and i handed him a book and he read one page of the book and started tearing uh, the book is called if you must know peace is every step by tint tit non han something like that i can't pronounce his name but peace is every step He's a monk and uh, not my father, but the the author, and he read that book, and I know that it planted some really powerful seeds, but if I would have judged and said, nah, this man won't read the book, I may have never been able to witness that growth, so slow down, don't hold yourself, excuse me, don't hold people to the same standard that you hold yourself, especially if you're a perfectionist, like I'm, I'm relentless. And as you can see, I haven't stopped. This podcast has kept going. I haven't gotten to where I want to get to. So I have to understand that. Now, another thing I need to talk about is this idea of consciousness arriving somewhere. So in my mind, I am extremely successful, humble a little bit and giving. And that goes with certain What's the word? Benefits, right? I get to go to the game, for example. I get to sit really close. I get to meet cool people. But not everyone that I'm around is used to that lifestyle. And and neither am I because this is so new to me. So what I'm saying to people is in that process of evolution, don't become a dick to the people around you. And this is something that I say to myself because remember, this podcast is for you. It's also for me. I listen. I go back in time. I say, fuck, what was I feeling back in... Uh, the 18th of January, 2022. And hopefully these things are around for a while where I can really reflect on the changes. So I'll say it again, when you're going through your evolution, be very careful not to discourage other people's growth because it doesn't look like the way you want it. And that goes back to the law of detachment. You have to trust that people that want to be in your circle and around you will evolve for you. And if not, let them evolve for themselves. And you guys evolve together. Right? But that's just something I felt the need to throw out there. And before I wrap up this podcast, because I do believe we're getting to the 30 minute mark, I will recap with the seven spiritual laws of success, because I think that they're just they're just that important. And I've said a lot, but I want you guys to really decipher this message. We talked about fucking laying on the Knicks floor, talked about Tracy Morgan fixing his hair and the expectation. I talked about trending messages and sometimes how I would rather just be myself, even though it may not get that many views, it feels more authentic, right? And that's just where it's at. So I want to talk about that stuff. I talked a little bit about meeting people where they're at. I talked about Teresa and the life lessons of, will you continue to make these decisions? Right? Because people will say things like, and I'm glad that I kind of recapped because it got me back to this main point that I wanted to say. People will say things like, yo, my life sucks or... You know nobody looks out for me or or whatever they want to say to justify the ego and the victim mentality because it's easy and i do it too sometimes it's easy to place blame outside and externally it's a lot harder to stop for a second and say what patterns am i displaying or what choices am i making that i am repeatedly getting in these environments so back to the young lady teresa that's your fake name by the way teresa so shout out to you again i want you reflect on that conversation we had today and i want you to remember that you always have a choice and that split second between decision and patterns is huge use it use the gap use the silence and make a better decision for the future don't let the ego dictate where you want to go don't let fear dictate where you need to go let love be the future right let love guide the future let love guide those decisions take a pause and think about who you want to become. And if that action that you're about to take. Doesn't get you to where you want to be in the future. Then don't fucking do it. And I mean that with love. Alright before I wrap it up. Let's quickly go through the 7 Spiritual Laws of Success. I'm going to do my best to say them in order. So if I get it be proud of me. And if I don't be proud of me anyway. That's expectations and love. Let's go. Alright number 1. 7 Spiritual Laws of Success. Law 1. Pure Potentiality. It's this idea that energy exists. In its rawest form and we can tap in at any time, right? They say energy is not created nor destroyed. So there it is. Use it. Law number one. Law number two is the law of giving, meaning that you can't get nothing if you don't put anything out there. You got to put out. You got to be able to flow. Currency, right? Frequencies. Money, all that is a frequency. So you can't hoard money and then expect to have blessings. The same thing I said earlier, I believe I said it earlier in this week's podcast where I mentioned buying the tickets to the games and then getting rewarded quote unquote, if you think about it that way with two purchases of my book, right? So it's money flows, money goes. That's where it's at. Don't hold your money flow with that shit. All right. That was law two law three, the law of karma. We talk about this, but I'll talk about it again every single time you make a decision, you open up a new set of circumstances. It kind of goes back to law three, the law of pure potentiality. Everything exists in a state of flux. So by making a decision, right, you are now opening up karmic debt. So be very careful when you make decisions and make them from a place of consciousness so that you can shift karma. You understand what I'm saying? If you make decisions out of love, you can shift karma because you're not worried about hurting anybody. Simply put, If you don't know if it's a good decision think about how it will impact everyone not just you and usually that's your answer right that's karma let's go to law number four which is intention and desire desire is an important frequency but intention has to come from love it has to come from this feeling of helping everybody and it has to come from or it should go into the field of pure consciousness now how do you get to that field through meditation stay tuned for another episode i can get to that that's law four intention and desire law five we're getting hot right now the law of least effort the law of least effort dictates that nature does not operate out of season and you don't have to force what is for you you have to trust right that's law number five the law of least effort they also call it the law of least resistance they also call it the law of do less achieve more Right. It's very powerful frequency. Now, I'm not telling you to be lazy. I'm telling you to have faith that your intentions have been dropped off in the pure potentiality field. That's law number five. Before we wrap it up, we got six and seven. Number six is the law of detachment. It's this understanding that you cannot resist and that once you put in your order, if you will, from the universe, it's time to detach You also can't tell the universe how it needs to play out because that causes unnecessary friction. It slows down manifestation. Instead, just say, I'm going to be a motivational speaker, everybody. Now, I don't know how we're going to hit 45 different countries by the end of the year. And I don't know how I'm going to be on that TED Talk. And I don't know how I'm going to be featured in this huge stadium. But all I know is that the universe will provide, right? That's the law of detachment. At the deeper levels, you hit it with this. I'm grateful if it happens. I'm grateful if it doesn't. But guess what? I have faith that you will Guide me to something that's higher than the things that I needed the first time. Can I get it? amen? Amen. Now to wrap it up, we're going to wrap it up with the law of number seven, which is the law of Dharma. Dharma. D-H-A-R-M-A, I believe. Dharma. Not karma. Dharma. And Dharma represents your life's purpose, your, your soul's purpose. And it starts to get interesting because Dharma is purpose. Purpose purpose. In the Greek times was known as scopos. Your scopos. Your scopos in English now sounds like your scope. Where's your vision? If it's being driven by your purpose, you can never fail. All right, guys, I dropped a lot. I love you so much. We're going to drop this podcast today. Uh, I believe that's it. We're going to do no more segments. If you love me and you want to stay tuned, please stay tuned. Episodes drop every Sunday at 4 Uh, let me just take a second to say thank you God for all the opportunities thank you God for reminding me to stay humble this is what's the word temporary right enjoy it while it lasts enjoy the highs uh, enjoy the lows support your people during the process and during your transition support yourself and the people around you because some people may not know what to do with change so you got to know what the fuck to do stay focused stay diligent stay humble Lead by truth, lead by love On that note, I love you Episodes drop every Sunday at 4 If you find it in your heart to support You could either buy the book It's on Lulu.com S- Type in Musical Clues by Steven Rivera If you don't trust Lulu Go to Amazon.com Type in Musical Clues by Steven Rivera If you don't trust Amazon Go to BarnesandNoble.com Shout out to all my Barnes and Noble brethren That we work together I love you all Musical Clues by Steven Rivera it's 11, 11 Download that shit right now. Go straight into your phone and put some Law of Attraction knowledge into your mind. Everything that's happening around you is because of the principles that I've now taught and shared with you. Use them well, and let's drop some blessings. On that note, I love you. Stay tuned. Episodes drop every Sunday. Holla.